Welcome to the 2017 Eagles playoffs. The time is finally, finally, finally here, and everyone is so fired up. As the Eagles make their first playoff appearance since 2013 and look to win their first playoff game since 2008. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Eagles Live podcast. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, getting ready, just like you, for Saturday's 4.35 p.m. kickoff against Atlanta at Lincoln Financial Field. The Falcons are coming off a wild card round playoff win over the Los Angeles Rams, a game in which Atlanta controlled the clock with the running game on offense and really got after the Rams' high-scoring offense with great defensive speed and short tackling. The Rams didn't help themselves with two costly first-half turnovers on special teams, leading to 10 Atlanta points. Before we get deep into the how the Eagles will win portion of the podcast, let's hear from 11-year veteran Brent Selleck, who reached the NFC Championship game in 2008, his second year with the team. Back then, yeah, he thought it would happen all the time, these deep playoff runs. He knows now it doesn't happen that way in the NFL for most teams. These opportunities don't come very often. And I know we got a good football team, a special team, and uh, we got to take advantage of this. You know, it doesn't matter what anybody says. At the end of the day, we're the ones going out on the field and we can make a difference. Yeah, I mean, after that game was over, I was upset, but I was thinking, you know, well, this could happen three, four more times in my career. And, you know, nine years later, I'm sitting here now in the divisional round. And, you know, obviously everything can run through Philadelphia, you know, if we do what we're supposed to do. So we got a great opportunity, but we got to take advantage of it. Quarterback Nick Foles was under center when the Eagles played New Orleans in 2013, and Foles actually left the field that day after throwing a touchdown pass to tight end Zach Ertz to give the Eagles a 24-23 lead in that wild card game. There were just over four minutes remaining in the contest, but Foles never had a chance to hold the lead as New Orleans worked its way down the field and kicked a game-winning field goal. This time, of course, the circumstances are different for Foles. He's replacing Carson Wentz in the starting lineup, and he's faced a ton of scrutiny since that time. Foles, as he spoke to the media this week, says he is relaxed and ready to face a very good Atlanta defense. No, I think the big thing is just you're going out there and you haven't played in a while and you're repping this offense and no specific reason. Even when I've played my best football, there's always some times where those guys across from me do some good things. I mean, they're pros as well, and I haven't executed as well as I wanted to the last couple of weeks, but I go out there and play, and I think having this time to self-scout, go through practice and everything, it's just sort of you realize, like, hey, just go out there and play, and maybe I wasn't doing that as much those games, and it's just as simple as that. Sometimes the hardest things are just the simple things, like basically get out of your own head and just go play the game you know how to play. I mean, the last month's been a whirlwind. And I think me is just going out there and playing and just staying in the zone and just trusting my instinct. You know, I've played this game a long time. There's a reason I've been able to do what I've been able to do, and a big part of that is my teammates, my coaches. But, like, when I play my best and most comfortable, I just go out there and play. And I think that's the big message, and that's just being me on the playing field. I think the big thing is when we run the ball, obviously get yardage, run the ball well, and then completions. Obviously, you want big completion and everything, but, like, sometimes underneath stuff's great. Just play the game. Play with feel. Trust it. That's staying inside the chains because you stay inside the chains and you get down to second and short, second and medium, third and medium, third and short. It's a totally different ball game then it's third and long. We focus on what we focus on in this building, in that locker room, and that's playing for each other, obviously playing for the city, but just focusing on that, and we understand that, but it's not gonna affect us. We're gonna go out there with this edge that we have. We know what we can do. We believe in each other, and we're gonna play for each other. 
The expectation is that the Eagles are going to try to establish the running game and use some power football in this contest. That's just fine with running back LeGarrette Blunt, a Super Bowl winner last year in New England. A rotation of Blunt, Jay Ajayi, and Corey Clement would be just fine for Blunt, who respects what he's seen as he studies Atlanta's defense. They're a good defense. You know, I'm pretty sure they're going to give us a lot of different looks. We can't anticipate anything. We just can prepare for it all. They got a lot of fast guys, you know. Um, both their corners are, you know, um, mid 4-3 guys. They even have um, Deion Jones is obviously a 4-3 guy. You know, they got a lot of fast guys, so we just got to make sure that we um, do the best we can to contain them. They do a lot of things really well. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They don't leave a lot of extra room, you know, for you to make plays. So, you know, whenever the plays present themselves, we got to make them. Staying on the offensive side of the ball, Ertz figures to play a key role. He was the go-to receiver in the passing game all season, and now he's rested, healthy, and ready to get a postseason victory under his belt. Here is tight end Zach Ertz. I think, I mean, he's just going to do what he needs to to kind of take what the defense gives him. I mean, the coaches are going to call the play that they think are going to work the best, and if they think a deep ball or a deep pass per se is the best call, Nick has all the confidence in the world to go out there and complete the ball. We have all the confidence in the world in him. I'm sure we'll take shots in this game. We have to take shots. It's going to be hard against this defense to kind of dink and dunk. They've shown that in the past, so we're excited about the opportunity. It's been a while since you've been here, um, since your rookie season. Now that it's here, how's it feel? I mean, it's been great. I mean, this year has been a whirlwind, 13-3. and three. We got all the confidence in the world, but it's been crazy. It's been five years uh, since I was in the playoffs my rookie year. So I'm really excited. We're hungry to be in the playoffs again to finally hopefully get that first playoff win for the city. It's been a long time. Each and every year, kind of not being in the playoffs has stunk. Being on the couch as the playoffs started has been a horrible feeling. So we're excited about this game. Uh, I know the fans are going to be rocking in the link on Saturday, so we're excited about it. Yeah, I mean, as a rookie, you come in. I mean, in college, you're always playing in the big bowl games. So I went to the Rose Bowl. I went to the Fiesta Bowl. I went to all the big games in college. So I get to here in my first year here. Then we go to the playoffs again. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be every year. Um, then, unfortunately, we don't go. We're 10-6 the next year. Don't make the playoffs. Then ever since then, it's kind of gone downhill. Hopefully, I think now we're going to have that. It's going to be sustained success. That's kind of the goal that we have. But, I mean, the most important goal is Saturday against the Falcons. We're excited about this opportunity. And hopefully, we don't let it slide by. What do you see from their defense? I mean, yeah, they're fast, they're aggressive, uh, they're really good front seven. Uh, Deion Jones, probably the most athletic linebacker in the league. Uh, I think Keanu Neal's an amazing safety. He's a great player. The front seven is fast, physical, and then they got two really good corners as well. So it's going to be a good test for us, but we're excited about it. Join the inaugural Eagles Autism Challenge, a cycling run-walk event to fund autism research. It's a day for the entire region to become a team. Have fun and together advance autism research. For more info, visit eaglesautismchallenge.org. We have a playoff newbie for the Eagles on the offensive line, which isn't that unusual, except that Stefan Wisniewski has played in the NFL for six seasons and only now is making his postseason debut. To say he's excited is an understatement. Here is left guard Stefan Wisniewski, one-on-one. Steph, you're on the doorstep, your first playoff appearance. How has this time been preparing for it? Did you have a preconceived idea of what it would be like, and has it lived up to that? You know, the preparation doesn't change too much from the regular season. Still trying to do all the same things. Just focus on technique, really study the plays, know it inside and out. Study the defense, know that inside and out. So really those things uh, you try to keep as as similar as you can. How about watching the playoffs last weekend and knowing that you were going to play the weekend after? A different feeling for you? Yeah, it's a lot more exciting watching the first round of the playoffs, knowing uh, you get to play 
one of those teams the next week. You know, you go from being a fan to a participant, and it's a lot more fun. And uh, it was really fun watching those games, knowing we were going to get to play one of those guys. How do you think this locker room is, or maybe you can just speak for yourself, the idea that not a whole lot of people out there are giving the Eagles a chance to win this game. Do you care about that? I don't. I think most of these guys in here don't. I think in general, as an athlete and as a team, you need to believe in yourself way more than anybody else does, or you're not going to do very well. And I think this team knows what we're capable of. I think we also know that, yeah, we have injuries, but we've had injuries all season and still ended up with 13 wins. And I think we know that, you know, we've overcome a lot of adversity already and that we can do it a couple more times. Do you think the running game will be heavily emphasized on Saturday? I mean, I think we always are a team that's trying to run the ball well. I think that's one of the strengths of our offense um, is that we've been balanced run and pass. I think we'll continue that in the postseason. What will be the key against a defense that looks very fast, very aggressive, and did a good job last week in L.A.? Yeah, we just got to keep doing what we've been doing. You know, from my perspective as an offensive lineman, we got to keep being physical in the run game, keep being sharp with, with the details that, that go into making a run work and also just having the attitude that makes a run work and continue to keep the quarterback clean in the pocket, help them feel comfortable and confident. And uh, if we do those things, you know, optimistic that that it'll all go well what will it be like for you Wiz at game time first playoff game will it be different for you you think uh, I mean, I can't answer that. I'm going to try my best to just do everything the same way. The stakes are higher, but at the end of the day, it's still a football game. I still just got to worry about 11 guys on defense and take good steps, take good angles, uh, be physical, use my hands, move my feet, and uh, just do everything I've been doing since I was a little kid. This is what you do it for, man, a chance to win the Super Bowl. That's going to be fun, right? Yeah, it is going to be fun. Awesome that's at home, too. That makes it more fun. Just really pumped about it. On the defensive side of the ball, the Eagles must contend with a powerful passing game featuring wide receiver Julio Jones. But there is a whole lot more to the Falcons' attack. The running game is where it all begins for Atlanta, so we'll begin our defensive talk on the line of scrimmage. First, with defensive end Brandon Graham. Brandon, what do the playoffs mean to you? Man, that's a good one. What does the playoffs mean to me? What it means to me is we got to be the better version and more turned up version of ourselves. And that means just paying attention to the little things. Don't let nothing slip because, you know, now everything is at our grasp right now. And I think with us, we just can't go out and look at the outside world because everything is going to try to distract you. We got to focus on what we do well and make sure that we keep building on that, keep being us. You know, the outside world doesn't think you're going to win this football game. Do you care about that? No, I don't care because half them people ain't never played before. Half the people, you know, would have been quick. Some of them games we won, you know, when it gets tight and it gets hard. Yeah, Carson Wentz went down. Now people think it's too hard to win. It's like, man, it's a team game. It's not like basketball where it's individual sport. It's still a team thing. And uh, we got a strong team. Yeah, we might have shot all our bullets but you know we always reload it you know what i'm saying we always got extra packs to reload and i think that's been going well for us people filling in for big shoes like jordan hicks went down marigos go down uh you get guys that just step up and just keep on you know going and now Foles is in that position and now we just got to keep being us as a defense keep putting them in good situations stay strong on special teams and then let the offense do what they do how much responsibility do you think the defense feels to kind of lead the way? We try not to put too much pressure on ourselves because this is our standard to always put it on us, you know, in the end to win the game. And I think, you know, a lot of guys really respond well to the pressure of going out there and trying to make plays, uh, especially when their name is called. Nobody try to do too much, and that's the whole thing. Just don't get out of character. You know, when you're in those playoffs, a lot of people, a lot of teams that lose get out of character. You know, you kind of got to stay committed to what you do and do it well. Is the playoff experience a fun one? Is it a different one than regular season? It's a fun one because, you know, we're in the playoffs and everybody's watching. 32 teams was playing at one point. 
Now you're down to six to eight teams, you know, that's in there. And you got to go out there. And you got to be the better team for that week. It's on us because everything is right here for us to take. Tell me about Atlanta and what you see from the Falcons' offense. It starts with their running game. You got to stop their running game. They got some good running backs. And then Julio Jones is Julio Jones. And then Matt Ryan, you got to get them uncomfortable. You know, we should be fine. We got to make plays and keep our technique tight. Message to the crowd. What do you want them to bring on Saturday? Just bring the energy and make it hard for them to call their plays in the link. Our noise level needs to erupt in the, in the link. Inside, Tim Jernigan and Fletcher Cox will look to take control of the Falcons, and the Eagles should have an advantage there. Jernigan played in the postseason as a rookie with the Ravens in 2014 and hasn't been back since. So yeah, he's hungry to have some fun on Saturday. Tim, just how excited are you that the playoffs are here? Uh, I'm very excited, man. I haven't been to the playoffs since my first year with Baltimore. I feel like this is everything that we worked for, man. And I mean, it was kind of not fun sitting around watching everybody play last week. So we're ready to get back on the field and, and do what we've been doing. It was supposed to be fun. You're scouting the other teams, knowing that you're going to play the next week. You didn't enjoy it? I want to play. <laughs> I like standing in that routine, man. But I mean, at the end of the day, it worked out for us. Guys had a chance to get healthy and things like that. But everybody, you know, uh, kind of got a different feel for it. You know, I'm just one of the guys I like to just keep going. Tim, what about the Atlanta offense? What do you see from them? They good, man. I think that they're solid up front. I feel like they're very special, you know, in the skilled players. You know, um, they have a guy like Devontae, you know, uh, running the ball. And, and I know what type of player he is. You know, we came in together at Florida State, so I had a chance to really play with him for a while. He's explosive as they come, man. So uh, I think it's going to be a real good matchup. They've had an injury to left guard. Do you see a drop-off? in their interior of their offensive line? I think that they're pretty stout up front, no matter who's in the game, man. Uh, I think the biggest thing with them, I think they do a really good job uh, working as a unit, all five together, rather than one guy that stands out or anything like that. I think all five of them do a real good job at working together. How much has the rest over the last couple of weeks helped you personally? Me personally, it's helped me a lot, man. You know, it's gave me a chance for little aches and, and wounds and things like that to heal up. But at the end of the day, man, I think it's, it was a big help for everybody. You know, uh, the NFL, it's a long season, man. Guys get banged up, nicked up all the time. And, you know, a couple of days can be the difference in playing at 80% and 100. You know what I mean? What will your emotions be like when the game begins? My emotions will be running high. I think that goes for everybody on the field, man. No matter which team you're on, Falcons or, or the Eagles, you know, uh, everybody that's on that field is going to be ready to play. You know, uh, it's definitely going to be a test of wills out there. Is the defense ready to play its best football of the season? No doubt. No doubt. I got all the faith in the world out of who's ever in the game, uh, no matter whether you're first string or third. It doesn't matter. I know that every guy that, that steps on that field is going to be ready to play come Saturday. Thanks, Tim. From a coaching staff standpoint, the Falcons offer a little bit of everything. Talent, experience, knowing how to win in the playoffs. Atlanta, after all, went to the Super Bowl last season and has won seven of its last nine games. The Falcons are hot at the right time. Defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz recognizes that Atlanta is very different from last year, having changed offensive coordinators, but the Falcons are still extremely potent on offense. I mean, there's going to be changes to every team every year, so it's hard to say which changes would have been made even if their offense coordinator had stayed the same, but they're a little bit different than last year. Every team's going to be a little bit different from year to year. There's going to be some things you do well, some things that you put in in the offseason, some things that maybe fit your personality a little bit more. You know, there's still a lot of challenges with that team. I mean, it goes well beyond a player like Julio Jones. It goes well beyond the quarterback. Their tight end is having a great year. They're 
running backs, if you combine the running back stats, you're talking about a first-team All-Pro. 1,500 yards, I think 12 touchdowns, you know, so we have to look at it that way, and there's going to be a lot of challenges this week. The point is to try to win the game. We have to keep our eye on that. If Julio Jones has 350 yards receiving and we win the game, that's what it took to win the game. If he has 10 yards receiving for the game-winning touchdown, man, that wasn't enough. You know, so I think you have to look at it that way and say, how do you stop their offense? How do you minimize their scoring and not just concentrate on one player? Because, like I said before, they do have other players that are threats. Sanu has been a consistently good player for a long period of time. Their tight ends really develop. Both backs can catch the ball out of the backfield. Pro Bowl quarterback. It's not just a one-man team. I'm defensive end Brandon Graham of the Philadelphia Eagles, and you're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast with Dave Spadero. He is being hit and sacked him back at the 48. This time it is Brandon Graham. On the other side of the ball, offensive coordinator Frank Reich understands the Falcons' defense extremely well. A cover three look, not a lot of surprises. And he knows how good the group is, especially after the Falcons limited the Rams, the highest scoring team in the NFL. Last weekend, the Rams just couldn't get untracked against the Falcons. Here is Frank Reich talking about what he's seen from Atlanta's defense. I think what stands out with watching their tape, their defense is playing very fast and very aggressive. Obviously, they had a tremendous year as a team last year. I think their defense has stepped it up a notch even from last year, playing fast and playing aggressive. Now for some analysis. Former Eagle Mike Quick knows what a handful the Falcons will be on Sunday, but he also has a formula for the Eagles to follow to get a victory. Here is Press Pass with Eagles radio analyst and Hall of Famer Mike Quick. All right, Mike, the playoffs are here. We've had 16 games to watch the Eagles and all these injuries, and here they are standing with the number one seed in the NFC. I'm going to get right down to it. How do they beat the Falcons? I think they keep the ball away. The Falcons can score points, but they are a team defensively that there are areas where you can really attack them. They have great corners, and they're going to see a lot of one-on-ones on the outside. I don't think throwing the ball at those corners, I don't think that's the way to win. The Eagles are very good at running the football, and they mix in a little play-action passing with that. Offensively, that's how you're going to be most productive. Defensively, they've got to try and shut down the run game of the Falcons. Tough thing about the Falcons offensively is they're multiple. They can run the ball well. They've got great receivers. They've got good tight ends. That's an offense that there's no one area that you can focus on and say, I can win the game if I take away this. We saw in last weekend's playoffs that teams had different approaches to handling the moment and different levels of success. The Rams, frankly, stunk. I mean, they turned the ball over. Andy Reid's team, surprisingly, blew a 21-3 lead, which you did not expect from a team that had been there before. How will Doug Peterson and the Eagles handle the moment? You never know exactly how teams are going to handle it, and a lot of the game surprised me over the weekend. I think Doug's been around this thing long enough, and there are enough veterans in the locker room that they understand the position that they're in. They understand it's two games. If we can get two wins, we get into the Super Bowl. You don't know how that's going to play out. I'm confident because you have guys that have enough history that they can lend to the other guys in the locker room. I think everybody expects Jay Ajayi to have a huge role. We had seen him early in his time with the Eagles. Big plays kind of tailed off a bit. Is he somebody that you look to carry the ball 20, 25 times? I think he should touch the ball 20 times out of the backfield, yeah. You're going to mix in the other backs as well, but I think Jay Ajayi has to be the focus in the run game. He's well-rested. The offensive line has to be able to beat those guys in the trenches, and you know that's where the game is going to be won. If the game is to be won, it has to be won in the trenches by the offensive line and then the Eagles' defensive line beating up the Falcons. Is there an X factor that nobody's really thinking about here? That's a very good one. 
Kenyon Barner catching a punt. Jake Elliott, field goal. I don't know. Zach Ertz. We haven't even talked about Zach Ertz, the leading pass catcher on the team. The Rams didn't go to their tight end much. Maybe that's a weakness of the Falcons. I don't know if it's really an X factor, but the key factor will be whether or not the Eagles' offensive line can handle the Falcons up front because they're going to bring pressure. They're going to bring you know, Vic Beasley and the guys coming off the edge. You know, they've got a Deion Jones roaming the middle, and he's probably one of the fastest inside linebackers in the game. They'll blitz him some. They'll drop him in coverage, do a lot of different things with him. But the key is going to be when they run the stunts, when they're bringing him from the second level, when they're running their twists and different things up front, will the Eagles' offensive line be able to keep them off of the quarterback? That, to me, is going to be the key to the game. How will it be in the broadcast booth? Level of excitement for you and Merrill. Playoff game, it's different, right? Just like for the players, it's a little bit different for, for us, and there are going to be nerves going into it, but once it gets started, it just gets back to a game, and hopefully for the players, it's the same. Early in the game, there's going to be some anxious guys. There's going to be some miscues because of the energy and everything that's flowing, but hopefully it gets back to just being a football game rather than a playoff football game, and they can settle down and just play. I just want to see the Eagles play discipline, not kill themselves on first and second down. Penalties, drop passes, missed tackles. If they raise all of those areas, they'll win this game. Dave, it's easy said. Everything is magnified when you get to this level, and the thing that happens here, it's the Elite Eight. There are only eight teams standing now. Your weaknesses show up in these situations because other teams are smart enough to highlight those weaknesses. Thanks, Mike. You got it. We conclude this Eagles Live podcast with a word, actually a minute, with the voice of the Eagles. Merrill Reese in this week's Merrill Minute. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl. The Eagles are in the It's Groundhog Day. They do it again. They're on the end zone. I don't believe it. This game could be in a museum. There's an old adage or saying, be careful what you wish for. I have to admit that like a lot of Eagles fans, my wish was that the Eagles would play the Atlanta Falcons. That was after we found out the three possibilities this past weekend were the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. I think the Eagles match up pretty well against this team, and I think we saw it last year when they decisively beat the Atlanta Falcons at the link. This takes nothing away from the fact that the Falcons are a very talented team, that Matt Ryan is a very good quarterback, that they have perhaps the best wide receiver in the National Football League in Julio Jones. I just think that with the home crowd, with the noise, and with the defensive line putting pressure on Matt Ryan, they can minimize the effectiveness of Julio Jones. A lot of focus has been on Nick Foles, the fact that he hasn't played particularly well in his last two outings. But I know that Nick Foles is welcoming this opportunity. He has confidence, and he is capable of doing what he has to do to be a part of a team win. Every Everybody on this team has to play well, and if they do, I believe the Eagles will head for the NFC Championship game. Thank you so much for joining us on this Eagles Live podcast, and thanks to Brian Thomas and Richard Chu for their great work putting it all together. We're back late on Saturday night from Lincoln Financial Field with the Instant Reaction Eagles Live podcast with, we all believe, some very excited players and coaches after a playoff win over Atlanta. Thanks, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day, and fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-G-L-E-S!